it's your host little nina of let's discuss books so we in that season where we get to wear hoodies have bonfires grab a creepy book and read it and get scared in the night okay so in this upcoming episode your host little nina is going to talk about what makes books so creepy tune in to hear what i have to say peace Hey, it's your host, Little Nina of Let's Discuss Books. Thank you for tuning in. Today is Sunday, and today, the Chiefs play. Yay! But anywho, I'm sitting here in the parking lot of Starbucks. This is where I normally do my podcast at. And I also pick up my favorite tea, the Dragon Mango, Mango Fruit Lemonade Refresher. It tastes so good, and it keeps my... It keeps me going, okay? Well, it's actually more of an addiction more so than everything. So, it just don't keep me going. I just love the taste of it. (laughs) But, anywho, I like to people watch. And it's crazy because these people really be fighting over the getting in line, space car space and everything i was like dang i just i just be chilling i ain't gonna lie one person cut me off and i had to go around them and cuss them out like seriously it was just that was just rude how you gonna cut me off so you can get in line no we don't we don't do stuff like (laughs) like that i think i spooked them out because it was a couple and they was like oh you know and i was like how you gonna cut me off and i said some cuss words and i shouldn't have did that but you know I, 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 hey, you cut me off. There's rules to driving, okay? But anywho, let's get into this topic. What makes a book creepy? Yes. Dun, dun, dun. If you watch Madagascar, you know where that come from. Madagascar too. So you at home chilling and it's a nice night because I think most of us readers sometimes love reading at night or even during the day. Who knows? But it have to be quiet or sometimes people like to have TV going while they're reading. I know I do that sometimes. Sometimes I turn on the TV just to have some background noise while I'm reading. But it's a nice night and you up here reading a good novel and you're at home by yourself and you just having a good old time to yourself and then you heard something boom you think you heard something but because you're reading that novel but when you're reading that novel your mind started to play tricks on you because you putting yourself in that character's shoes and it have your emotions going and you're up here thinking if you was in that character's shoes. So if you hear like a bang or like a something that's happening outside, you'd be like tripping. you like, oh, no, nah, what's going on? Because you just got done reading that novel and it was scary. Or it's pulling you to the point to where, I wouldn't say pulling you, wrong word. But it's bringing you out of your comfort zone. So you already tripping because you just got done reading that novel. You put it down for a while. So it's bringing you out of the out of your comfort zones, and and that's what the author wants to do. It will want they want to bring you out of your comfort zone. Not alone, they give the reader what they want 
far as they want the, the reader wants you the, I'm gonna take that back the author wants you to to connect with the character you know so that a way you can understand and feel what that character is going through so when I talk about what they're going through it just brings you out of your comfort comfort zone and it makes you think and the author want to create something that something that the, the reader will fear and that could be anything what we love the most which is our family it's loved ones children definitely children you know because there are some books out there the child uh you read some books out there and a the child becomes possessed and you'd like what the hell is going on with my kid and that's what we fear we don't want nothing to happen to our child or for them to go out there and hurt someone else or even worse get taken or missing you know and that's what we fear the we fear what we can't see we fear the unknown so you take that and put it all into a novel you have a damn good novel there and it brings up you you tap in into your common fears and anxieties all that stuff is pushed into a book into a novel you know and it just makes you feel some type of way i know last week last week i had uh finished white smoke by tiffany d jackson you guys go check that out it was actually a uh, good book but shoot it definitely brought me out of my comfort zone it made me ask my it makes me want to think that um what should i say i wouldn't say it makes me want to think but it brings up a lot of questions about the character like why you didn't ask questions why didn't you why how come you didn't listen to your children all that type of stuff i'm already feeling the shoes of these characters and sometimes i put myself in the book because i'm like i'm screaming at the book like why you didn't ask those questions hold up don't go downstairs matter of fact ask why you can't go downstairs and i'm speaking about white smoke and um, i'm not gonna give too much away but i'm just taking certain scenes out of that book for example they told the wife the pe- the owner's of the uh of this house basically the community they said the only way you can take this house for free you cannot go downstairs of this house you can't go downstairs no one is allowed downstairs and knowing me i'm like hold up i put myself in that situation in that situation i'm like hold up why can we go downstairs why 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 is that and then the kids when they when they go to school certain things is happening to the oldest one she's like hmm why is it more female? Because they, they went, she went to a school where it's more females, less guys. So that's like a red flag, like right there. And it's not even a private school. So there's some of the things that's going on with the community itself. And I feel like the parents didn't even ask enough questions. They just seen an opportunity and they took it. It was a free house. I think anybody would take a free house. Depends on their, their lifestyle. And, you know, if they was already living in a situation that was terribly... um i wouldn't say terrible but they was living on they was living in a in a type of uh way where they were struggling okay they needed a house they needed something bills was was getting high they couldn't afford they barely was making it you know and so with somebody 
offer you a house it was like yeah i take it i don't care what the rules or stipulations is i'm gonna go ahead and take it because it's free and if you break that contract you will have to pay all that back wherever how much the house costs so they're like okay we ain't gonna break this contract and it's newly rebuilt and it kind of this book kind of remind me of the uh poltergeist <laughs> if you all haven't seen poltergeist go ahead and check that movie out where and poltergeist you know they built those houses on top of that grave and the houses in that neighborhood every house was haunted because it was built those houses was built on top of a indian grave site okay <laughs> and people didn't they didn't ask about the history of the house. So, and I feel like this is kind of like the same thing, but it wasn't so much supernatural that was going on in the book. You might think it is once you were reading it, but just go ahead and check out that book. You will see. But yeah, didn't nobody ask no questions. But, you know, that's just how things are. Nowadays, if you're in a bad situation and something's given to you for free, there's a better opportunity. Yeah, you're going to take it. But I'm using that as an example as that you already feeling yourself into those character shoes. And then also it it toggles with you. I shouldn't say toggles, but yeah, I messed up. I ain't going to do that game over. No, I'm not going to do that. Nope, 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 nope. I'm not going to do that. Nope. Yeah, yeah, sometimes my words get jumbled up. Okay, I'm still learning. I know I said that in the first season. Yeah, 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 but whatever. It's my podcast. (laughs) But, yes, the author wants to create something or someone to be feared. Like, for example, a writer can, and I think that, James Patterson is another author that uses this a lot that creates a character which is a serial killer that lives amongst amongst us general people, just regular people every day. A serial killer that's able to function and able to have a a normal life. And when you find out about this character that's going around here chopping people's heads off and then doing all types of stuff, it, it makes you, when you read this, it definitely brings out a different uh, anxiety that you have within yourself. You're like, oh, shoot, this dude is my next door neighbor. And he's up here murdering the mess out of people, killing people, chop, chop, slang, slang. Boom, you know? And and that's scary because you we live in that type of life where... Now you you can be friends with a serial killer and you don't even know that this guy is a serial killer. Just like Dexter, for example. Dexter worked at the at the crime lab, but he goes around killing people that are actually doing harm to other people. And you didn't even know that's his lifestyle because he cleans it up so well. And when you put that into a novel about a serial killer that lives amongst normal people that's crazy that makes me want to read a book but it also scares me at the same time because that's real you do have you can live in a neighborhood and you might have someone that is actually chopping up people just like um you have that app where it show you where pedophiles are located at you have that app and they in the suburbs they're everywhere and people 
who don't go and look that up wouldn't even know that they're, you're living next to a pedophile. You wouldn't even know unless you go look that up on the internet to see where they're located at. And that's crazy. So that's what the author does. It just They create something that we fear or even someone that we fear. And um, the author sometimes gives the reader what we generally care about what, and to the point to where we connect with that character. So those are some of the things that that makes a book creepy, scary, or just poor, through all that stuff, all those emotions. <laughs> I mean, not emotions, but all those type of genres, even for a romance novel, you connect with that with that character because you understand what they're going through or you put yourself in their shoes and you know what you're not going to do or what you can't or what you willing to put up with if that makes sense the author taps into the most common fears or even anxieties okay for example we have i'm gonna jump into these movie flicks we have jaws we fear what lurks in the water <laughs> the shining by stephen king uh-oh hey it is 12 34 12 34 okay that's letting me know that it's almost football time you know get ready to go to the grocery store and buy up some food so i can get ready for the game later on this evening but into you but yes the shining you all the way out there in the middle of nowhere and you trapped in with a serial killer that's trying to kill your butt and you trying to get out you calling everybody you trying to call the police everything all your access like even to a phone you can't even call for help but you got to manage to get away from this this killer this psychopath rosemary baby how i mean like what are you going to do if your child is possessed with something are you going to sit up here and try you're going to sit up here and try to help your child to get help or are you going to kill your own child most people ain't going to do that you know most people ain't going to do that i know i won't i just be like well dang my kid is up here killing up everybody i'm so sorry that my child is up here doing this i'm so super sorry but that's what we fear i don't want my child to go to turn out to be a murderer or some type of uh demon or something like that <laughs> no no, and then it came out of me. You'd be like, damn, I created this demon seed. The fuck? <laughs> and um, shoot, even a creepy old house. You don't even know what's going on with that house. You know, like the Haunted Hill house. The Haunted Hill house has a history of like people that stayed, that lived in the house, and they was murdered in that house. And you moved into that house. You don't know nothing about the history of the house. But when you find out about that house, it's creepy as hell. Silence of the Lamb. A killer who walks among among us. That's scary as shit. And that's real life. So imagine, and there's a lot of novels that is out there that it, that is like these movies. Where do you think these movies come from it come from these authors that already put these books out and already wrote about stuff like that like the movie it even though it was an evil entity from outer space that 
appears to be a clown and kids love clowns and that's what draw these children to this entity and kills them because they was fear once this clown turned into this demon ass clown that has teeth and bite the children's head off they like ah that scared the mess out of a kid it scared me because my mama made me watch it my mama sit up here my mama loves horror flicks okay so she made me watch everything and that's why to this day i don't mess with clowns i don't even like clowns I haven't even read the book It. I seen the movie It, even the new one that came out. I don't like It. Heck no. Nah. I don't say like It, but I don't like clowns. That that's just me. I don't like clowns. You know? But you have that author such as Stephen King, he draw he he pulls out that greatest fear in in us when we read in his books. And also Anne Rice. She has her her uh, books as well. For for far as the vampire series, she pulls out our fears of the unknown, and they put like a shocking plot twist, and at the end of their stories, not just Anne Rice and Stephen King, but other authors as well. So that's how you put together a creepy ass book. <laughs> Is, is is based off the reader's emotions our moves in the environment you have to an author sometimes have to and i think they do i'm not a writer at all but they they put themselves in the reader's shoes and what they fear and what they're going to draw out our anxieties and pull us out of our comfort zones and such Cause I know for for me, I'm a scaredy cat. If I move, if it, if somebody gifted me a house, I'm be like, oh, okay. So, can you tell me a little bit about this house? <laughs> All right, can we go look inside the house? I am up here looking every, in every room. I'm going downstairs to check out if there are any extra rooms down in the basement because there are some novels. Such as the Ron family, White Smoke. There are some novels that's out there that's about a family moving into a house, moving into a house, and someone is living downstairs in their basement, and they didn't even know it because the house is like stupid big and it has so many small rooms, and they don't even know about. Okay and they haven't really investigated they just went downstairs thinking oh okay this is the only you know this is this is how big it is i don't see nothing else but they have a whole nother room in their basement it kind of like the uh hunted oh not hunted um uh, that's kind of like uh, american horror story season one episode one called house yes it has a lot of definitely has a lot of background history to it but they all that house is like really big and it had like downstairs in their basement it has so many rooms and little compartments you didn't even know you have to really go in there thoroughly and check the house like for real (laughs) to see what's all in that house and most people that came into that house it was like they fell in love with it but you had serial killers people that was dead that was built they they put their bodies inside the house and they put you know they didn't even know it so 
going back to the novel when we read these novels basically you just feel the shoes of the character and it kind of it, it it messes with you my mom my mom your mom started playing tricks on you like that that song by the ghetto boys my mom playing tricks on me that's what i was trying to say at first <laughs> but yes it does definitely does so when we talk about what makes a book creepy it feeds off your emotions and your and your fears your greatest fears of all time you know it could be anything and your mind just just runs runs keep on going 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 and after you get done reading that book your mind is still pumping it's still going 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 until you eventually you fall asleep yes definitely this is a great segment i hope you stay tuned i hope you all enjoy this segment give it a couple claps don't forget to follow me on instagram for the love of books nkc uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to a couple authors that I know. Tian Jones, check out her novels. You can find her on Audible, not Audible Kindle. You can find some of her books on Kindle. Check out Tian Jones is an author, and another author is Angela Wilson. Check out her novels as well. You can find her on Amazon Kindle. Those are the two authors that I'll be shouting out. And also, there's a Facebook group called the Pen Beast Group, I believe. I'm a, When on my next episode, well, my next episode, I'm definitely going to find out the name of that group on Facebook. So you guys can join this group. It's basically authors promoting their work. And I want you guys to, to go and join that group if you have a Facebook account go ahead and join that group but i definitely get that uh group on my next episode so you guys can join so you can support these authors that are out there like i said tn jones and angela wilson go check those two authors out check out their novels i read a couple of their novels by them and even purchased their novels very good very good and one of them by tn jones is definitely called um tasty the other one by Angela Wilson that I have read is called, um, she did a Where I From, I believe that's the name of the novel. But I'll get all the information on it in the next episode. But definitely go ahead and check out Angela Wilson and T.N. Jones on Amazon Kindle. If you can't find them, you can find them on Amazon. Their books is on Amazon as well. And then on my next episode, I definitely will give out the group's name. And I'm going to shout out some more new authors as well. Check out their groups and support. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram for the love of books in KC. But yes, I love this episode. I got to get to the I got to get ready for the Chiefs game. Okay. Yes. So hope you all enjoy. Thank you for tuning in season two, episode three of Let's Discuss Books. Don't forget to tune in on Sundays for new episodes. You can also follow me for the love of books in KC. If you feel generous and you want to donate, go ahead. If not, that's okay. I still appreciate the love and the support from you all. Thank you. Peace.